Hello again. Welcome back to Kicking Depression in the Ass. I am sitting here reviewing the day. It's about 8.30 in the evening and it's been an interesting day to say the least. And uh, it's, it's um, been a day to reflect on uh, some things. I talked to my psychologist today, which was a good conversation, and I've had just a few things going on, and dealing with uh, the this deal with the uh, virus and social distancing and, and all of that kind of stuff, and there's been long-term uh, effects, you know, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever see where people's faces aren't covered uh, with masks, and that is very mm, distract. Not well. I don't like it, and I understand it and all that kind of stuff. The option of doing it, but what I don't like is some of the wording uh, that we've used as far as like social distancing, and and to me that's like so socially distance yourself from other people uh, is the message I think that sort of sends, and that isn't really what we need as human beings and uh so i i can go along with uh proper distancing uh like when i i walk the side streets i take my walks every day and stuff and i bring a mask with me in case i'm going to go into a store or something but you know i don't wear i don't want that on my face and so but i walk down uh streets that really don't have uh many people go by and i don't i'm polite enough to respect uh, other people's space and it takes nothing to move over a few feet to the right and let them go by and I'm comfortable with that but um so you know I could go along with that and hand washing and stuff and you know you, you we do our best and uh, hope the vaccine gets distributed and all that kind of stuff but um the main thing here is that you know being uh, single, being creatures, uh, we need the you know human touch. We need to interact, and to me, this is like um, it needs to get back in order. I mean, um, it's been too easy uh, this last year to fall into these ways. Um, what's going to stop it? You know, I mean, it needs to. Um, come back to more of a normalcy, I would say. I mean, you know, you're not, you're not able to go to church and, you know, not being able to have, you know, go to a yoga class and all this kinds of stuff. We need uh, all that kind of stuff. I need, maybe I should just say, I need that kind of stuff where, so that I can interact uh, with other humans and who knows, maybe even get a date or something for, you know, for the weekend, which would be like great. Um, and um, so, the longer that this goes on and the divided, the more divided uh, that people become because, you know, you're right and they're wrong or whatever. And um, and their fear uh, is another uh, issue. You know, it's, it's, it just puts a lot of fear out there. Uh, not so much with myself because... Um, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, fearful from it and stuff. I take care of myself and try to take care of myself, um, uh, physically, uh, and not feed into a bunch of the negative stuff that's going on. Uh, and, and that's a good place for me to be because I can't afford the luxury of being argumentative about, or, you know, 
overheated about a discussion about politics or anything else. Um, I don't want to be part of that. And, um, and so this is a good space. And, and when I think of that, uh, I also think of, um, instead of focusing in on some of that kind of negative uh, energy, to look at the uh, good stuff. And uh, sometimes it's not that easy to do. It, and it's better, it, uh, a lot of things, you know, this is about kicking depression in the ass. And for me, it's, you know, when I run up against resistance or difficulty in trying to do like projects that I'm working on, uh, it becomes much easier for me to focus on the, the these negative things that I'm referring to. And uh, the world looks more like, you know, crap. And um, so today I was listening in. I do Zoom calls and stuff and some people from my prior uh, coaching class. And they have uh, people that come on and, you know, uh, we do these uh, Zoom calls with, you know, whatever, several, 20 people. And I listen to what they're experiencing as far as starting whatever they are project that they're working on. And it's pretty much, uh, it's pretty common that it, what's happening to me is also happening uh, to them. You know, the, the progress is slow uh, as far as, okay, well, I can't do it that way, then I need to do it this way. And and um, that's okay. Uh, it, it's uh, discouraging, uh, you know, at times, and I'm not sure quite how things are going to unfold as far as like teaching a class or doing a coaching thing. You know, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to unfold. I did know uh, when I was talking to these uh, uh, people online uh, today that even if that part didn't work out, I would want to continue doing this podcast because at least I, I'm expressing myself um, and my my struggles and victories and putting the message out there to you know you know eight billion people and it's out there and who knows you know maybe it falls on the right ears at the right time and somebody hears something that sparks an idea or just changes how they feel about something and they change their direction uh, for a better better way and uh, so. Even if things don't work out the way uh, I saw it, I pictured it, um, there are some good things that so far are coming out of it, and doing this podcast is one of them. Um, I, uh, it's good for me to sit down and put some thoughts together, uh, express myself, and then turn it off and continue on with the rest of my activities that I've, you know, created for myself to try to keep uh, myself uh, motivated and in a good mindset. Because I try to live a, a sober life uh, today. And, you know, so I have to be able to live within my own skin. So there's things that maybe other people can handle, stress and arguments or yelling or anything, that kind of stuff. I cannot be in that type of environment. I have to try to create a peaceful, calm, nurturing hopefully loving, reaching out, being a social animal, um, and s smiling as much as possible, and getting my rest and eating right, and 
taking long walks, uh, you know, the uh, exercise. I mean, you know, these are some of the changes I was talking about. I used to take my electric bike up to the about four miles away to the gym and all that, and um, those days are uh, been gone. And uh, so it's definitely a different world. Uh, I am happy about the things that it has sort of directed me. Uh, I mean, I never was into social media. I never was into doing Zoom calls and all that kind of stuff or creating a class or any of these type things. Um, I do have a Facebook group page called Kicking Depression in the Ass, so I try to go on that. And uh, so this new part of the lifestyle, you know, I enjoy. I enjoy that. But um, so... Everything is, like my mom would say, too much anything isn't good for you. And she's right. <laughs> and uh, she's always <laughs> right. You know, you got to believe what mom tells tells you. And uh, that's definitely uh, true. I mean, uh, too much free time and, you know, uh, sleep and all that kind of stuff is not good for me. It makes me sluggish. And I really would like to, you know, at my age, um, we only... Our days are, you know, numbered, um, and a lot of that time is sleeping and doing whatever, and I want to be able to uh, get some action in, you know. I've got, who knows, 20 years or something like that, uh, or less, you know, you don't know, and let's make the best of it. That's what I tell myself, let's make the best of it. I don't have time to waste on depression, uh, anymore, and uh, instead of even even using the word uh, depression, it's more about okay, what is going on, and then how can I disassemble the situation and put it back together so that I'm comfortable enough to move on and do something uh, positive uh, with my life, or take a day off and get some rest, and. Um, I've had uh, stuff come up, uh, you know, like we all do in prior prior weeks, and I'll tell you that the uh, the getting the notebook out and starting to write down uh, information, and I I don't know about you, but when I get the pen going. Um, it's just a matter of twenty minutes or something that there's maybe two pages of material on there, and it really uh, does help me f- focus. Uh, or clarify in my mind a little bit maybe what's going on and um, that's good in fact the other morning I was up at 5 in the morning I had one of those dreams that just didn't go away it was this thought and it was uncomfortable and finally I just got out of bed and I started writing and uh, you know after I did that for 10 minutes or something like that I was able to go back to bed and sleep another three hours. And, uh, you know, so I can't say enough good things about that journaling. And, um, but it's like everything. It's uh, the journaling, doing the podcast, uh, doing meditation, yoga, exercise. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm, uh, it's part of my routine and I'm doing it. And then there's times that I have to sit and say, you know what, I haven't done that. Uh, I haven't listened to a positive affirmation uh, clip from Google, uh, you know, today. Um, or I haven't, you know, taken a walk or I haven't done a podcast. Uh, and 
that's when you know that when I'm starting to feel lower forms of energy and so forth. As far as energy, what I'm talking about is for creative energy. You know, the, the energy to uh, do something, you know, something accomplish uh, things. It's usually because of uh, all of a sudden I stop doing this and I I'm not doing that and I'm not focusing and and uh, so. Uh, when well, I have mentioned prior uh, episodes and stuff that there's certain steps and stuff that we can follow, and uh, as far as creating the best condition that we can be in, and one of those steps is taking an inventory and saying, yeah, mm, okay, I might be saying that I'm exercising and eating right and all that kind of stuff, but let's put it down on uh, paper. Is that true? Uh, really, is it true? Uh, no, I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that. So anyways, it's about taking the inventory and then taking action uh, so that I can get back on track. And the thing that will get me off track the most, and I saw this today when when these other uh, people were speaking in the thing, is, and it's true for me, once I hit a problem with like this whole, I've had so much energy about creating coaching program, creating a class and all of that. Once uh, uh, there's a kink, uh, you know, a clog in the wheel or whatever the expression is, uh, and for some reason it's uh, stalled, mostly because of it's stalled in my mind. And when that happens, all these other issues that are outside you know, that are going on, I can see them now, and it's disturbing. Um, and that's, you know, I don't want to go there. I don't want to, uh, you know, I, it's great that I think, I think for me, it's great that I can recognize that that's uh, what's happening and then have an action plan. And, um, uh, and sometimes, like today, I loved it because, I can hear other people express uh, what they're feeling and I can so much relate uh, to what they're experiencing and it just for some reason brings me some kind of comfort to know that I'm not the only one that is experiencing, uh, you know, these issues of trying to create something new and that is part of the game. Uh, you know, it, um, I, uh, have to watch out for, you know, giving up, uh, too quickly. Um, that could be easy for me to do. And, uh, I was telling someone today that I, you know, I jumped into this coaching program with, uh, Kathy Heller and, uh, I started that in September and took on a payment, almost a $300 a month payment. And it's not done until next, uh, September, and it's like, so I'm not going to give up until I've at least paid my last payment. So I have, uh, it's like, I'm not going to pay that payment every month and not have something going on, you know, of trying to get this uh, off the ground as far as, you know, the podcast, the site, and, uh, you know, teaching a class or some some other type of way of actually uh, maybe making some money with it. And I don't know if that's true. You know, this could be more of a a thing of um, doing something just because I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about the idea of I have been in the depths of despair where it's you wished you were dead. 
and it the pain was so intense. And I know anybody that commits uh, suicide because I've been at the edge myself, they don't want to die. They just don't want to live in that pain anymore. And it's just over and over and over again. So that's why I'm passionate about doing what I'm talking about, you know, trying to maybe reach out and um, talk to uh, people and, you know, communicate with them and so that uh, they don't have to do that. I'll tell you, my younger years and stuff, there were times they were just horrible and um, ended up hospitalizations even. You know, I've had probably at least five times and uh, where I had to be hospitalized and it was because things got so bad I said the hell with it, and I started smoking pot every day or whatever, which affects the medication I take for depression. It makes it not work anymore. And then within a month or two, um, now I've got a problem that's sucking up my money, and I feel like crap because my meds don't work anymore, and uh, I'm coughing my ass off. And, it, you know, it's fun for the first few weeks, but then after that, it's like maintenance. It doesn't even really do anything anymore. And... Uh, I've had this kind of stuff happen uh, through the years, and uh, sometimes it actually takes, I have to go to the hospital and admit myself just to uh, be able to stop it and um, get a little time, get on the right, get the medication working again, uh, and then get out there and, uh, you know, try again. And I'm glad to say that I have spent many years where I haven't done that. So I've been very fortunate. I mean, there are a lot of people uh, that I knew and grew up with, and my brother included. I mean, he just passed away about three years ago. And that never really had a chance of any kind of uh, long-term uh, sobriety. You know, they just they do it to the end. So um, I'm fortunate, you know. And uh, But, you know, I, uh, I have run in you know, to walls. And it's basically, it all starts because I am just, uh, you know, I could be sober like I am now or whatever, and then maybe not um, express myself, use any kind of resources, you know, just be so depressed that I just give it the, you know, I don't give a, you know, enough and um, start again. Even though I know, you know, um, that where it's going to end up uh that's 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 it right there i mean um i don't want to end up there you know i mean it's like um that's what can happen uh, you know if the unexamined life the not taking an inventory not reaching out for help to the psychologist or whatever not reaching out uh, to other family or friends or exercising and doing all these things. And, you know, it can, and, um, yeah, and that, that's what happens. And that can still happen. And I always remind myself that because I'm only a six-pack away or, or another ounce of reefer or something like that, and um, I could be back out in the street again. I mean, I've had... The, the expense of uh, using pot and so forth, where I had a choice between renting a room and smoking pot, and I smoked pot and stayed in a tent, you know, and I did that for months, and um, don't want to go there, you know, and uh, so anyways, I'm talking a lot, and um, I, 
just wanted to shoot out an episode and say hi and anybody that is uh you know struggling uh I hear you and I can feel for you I um hope that you'll give it another day and if you're using uh, alcohol and drugs I hope you do something about that because you will find no success um of living any kind of uh content happy life uh while doing that and I can prove that uh over and over and over again in my life um that like I said, if you know, even if you're using the medication for depression and all that, and you're smoking uh, pot or drinking, you're inactivating it. You know, it's not work. It's not going to work. Okay, just because of the chemistry and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, if that's the place you're at, there is hope, and the hope is, don't do it. You know, for one day, and then try to get through another day, and let the medication kick back into gear, and who knows? Yeah, you could be happy again, you know. And um, that's real serious stuff because that's the kind of stuff that there's a million and a half uh, suicides a year. Uh, that's the kind of stuff, you know, uh, that will end up people pull the trigger. And uh, it's because they got back, you know, under the influence um, and drinking uh, especially. Um and it only takes a flick of a finger, and it, and it's a done deal, and um, everybody is affected. And I, you know, I know this because you know I've had it happen uh, in my family and stuff. My um, uh, cousin, and it was the same thing with the, uh, you know, out for drinks, comes home, there's an argument, police show up at the door, has a gun, shot himself. You know, I'm sure he wasn't planning on doing it that day. I'm sure he wasn't, and but that's how fast it can happen, and, and um, booze and drugs are definitely taboo, and I, um, some people can do it, but people like myself that are, have sort of that addictive personality, uh, that, you know, they're not the guy that can just smoke a little bit, and then that's it for a whatever, or have a drink, and that's it, um. I'm not that guy, you know, I'm the one that if you're going to do it, you're gonna, I'm going to do it every day and and do it as much as I can. And um, thank goodness I'm not dealing with that because that is a shitstorm. So uh, anyways, have a uh, good rest of the day and uh, take care.